which I forgot that Ixalan was coming up so quick. So I'm sitting here like, oh, I got time before the Jurassic Park secret layer comes up. Fucking Christ, it'll be out in two weeks. Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt, Danny, Anthony, and Big G. Hello and welcome, magic folk, to episode 208 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news podcast for all things Magic Gathering. We're your hosts. I'm Matt. There's Danny. What's up? Over there, we got Big G. I'm back full-time, baby. And we have no just Anthony tonight. Not even in the chat, actually. A little surprising on that, I imagine. He's, probably, he's driving home, I'm guessing. Oh, fair. Yeah. Then Anthony will be in the chat telling us where we were making mistakes. Yeah, man. But we're glad that you guys decided to join us for this episode. We're going to take a quick moment at the top of the podcast to thank you for taking your time to listen to this, put us in your ear holes and all that stuff. And we're appreciative of you for that. I uh, also want to give a big shout out to the Patreons of this podcast, who their monetary support helps contribute to keep this thing going. And it is greatly appreciated. So big thank you to Wade97, Amu the Fox, Noah, Slade, Nikki, No Modifier, Jacob, Christian, Maddie K, Barra, Chimera, Casey B, Taylor M, Ricky R, Chris O, Coco, uh, Chapman, Ranger Dan, and Crazy Mage. Thank you to each and every one of you for supporting us. It means a lot. Uh, if you're entertained or if you're entertained by or are enjoying the content we are producing, you don't have to be a Patreon to support us. Go into the podcast app that you're using right now to rate us and review us. Helps us tremendously. Those forms of interaction elevate us on the recommendation charts for other magic listeners. But my favorite way is just by word of mouth. Telling your friends, family, and LGS rival about us is good enough. And we would be remiss if we didn't mention our LGS sponsor, J-Dubs Sports Cards and Gaming. Speaking of, let's hear an ad from them now. J-Dubs Sports Cards and Gaming, located in West Acres Mall in Fargo, is your one-stop shop for all your Magic the Gathering needs. In the store, you will find a huge selection of sleeves, playmats, and dice for you to personalize your battlefield with. Along with having a large variety of singles in their display cases, there are also binders and boxes for you to browse through. That much selection means that you will always find something you are looking for. J-Dubs is also the place to gather to play a wide array of formats with friends in the community. There is Commander League on Thursday nights, Modern League on Saturday afternoons, and Legacy Leagues on Sunday afternoons. And who can forget Friday Night Magic every Friday evening. J-Dubs has it all, Amonkhet to Zendikar and ways to sleeve, shuffle, and spell sling. Now let's get back to the episode. Thank you, J-Dubs, for supporting us. Now, for all that podcast business out of the way, let's jump to this episode's breakdown where we lay out what you're going to be hearing this week. Starting off, we're going to go over to the Boggle Desk with a salt and sugar report from Big G, and I am interested on that. We're going to have an MIT championship in Pioneer. Yes, MIT, sir. like actual MIT, the, 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 the smarties? Know, it doesn't say. Talk about some upcoming events, and then we're going to jump into the news section where we'll talk Ixalan news a little bit, some type changes we're going to be looking forward to, cards selling at a high rate. Then we're going to be going to uh, a Make Me or Make Me Smile, which is a, a segment that I'm paying homage to from a podcast I listen to, which we'll talk about when we get there. Then we'll move. Oh, and then a uh, Secret Santa, a Secret Santa thing we're going to talk about here. Hell it's yeah. uh, Big G's excited. I'm excited to listen about. Uh, from there, we'll play everyone's favorite game, the Conjured Currency game. That's just me. Oh, okay. I'm giving you things. Don't get don't get a notification like that too frequently. So it's like, oh, what the fuck is that coming from? First, I'm like, oh man, I'm pay- I'm paying Matt for a card. <laughs> yes. Uh, after the Conjured Currency section, then you know that's everything card. we got. Exactly. And- <laughs> so- and then uh, to those in the live stream, stick around. It looks like we have a thought cast here. We no, do. No, it's not a thought cast. That's, that's more of just us talking. 
Oh, uh, okay. Well, the stick well, around. Yeah. We'll probably chat. I was, I was about to say we can make it a thought cast. No, it's not thought cast. Oh, yeah, not a thought cast, but we it's could already be, been a thought we, cast. We, we could still be live and recording to those that listen. And being a Patreon gets you access to the extended episode, the unedited. You're not going to be getting that, uh, dear edited listener, right now. So we apologize for that. But let's kick it off over to Big G at the Boggle Desk. What's up, everybody? So we got some salt and sugar. So sugar. Man, I got a lot of rounds of Commander in on Saturday. I had some friends uh, from up in Grand Forks. And one of my teacher friends, I got to play with him finally. Uh, we played a good about four games of Commander at my house in the afternoon, and that was a lot of fun. Um, basically, I uh, got to use my new little pegboard system and just had somebody pick pick a row and then picked a, a number. So I went from left to right, and that, that's, how, that's how I decided my decks. That pegboard system, for those curious, join the Discord, and you'll see a picture in there that Big G has posted. It's very cool. Yeah. I My wife helped me with it because we actually got it for... Uh, we got one of those up for the uh, the crafting area for my for my daughter's area in our playroom. And I was like... I, one day, I just kind of looked at it, and I was like... <laughs> I wonder, and I grabbed one of the little cup things off, took out all the markers and stuff, went downstairs, grabbed a deck, and put it in. Essentially what happened is Big G looked at that box and was like, can I put my deck in there? I could put my deck in there. You can put your deck yeah, in there. You can put your deck in that. That's a slogan right there. <laughs> That's a schlongen. A schlongen? Wow. A little... Uh, Too much pegging right now. <laughs> okay, continue. Danny's here to play. All right. It's going to be a good night. Uh, Matt isn't. It's going to be a good night tonight. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so the salt. Oh, the cascade. Oh, the cascade. Uh, so my buddy, uh, there. surprisingly, there are more than one Garrett in the world, and I just happen to be friends with one, and he also plays Magic. Um, came down and played from Grand Forks and uh, played his cascade deck. And I'm, I probably got rid of the wrong card when I was getting rid of shit. And... All of a sudden, cascade, 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 and we're all sitting here like, "Hey, you want to do an over under on how many times he cascades this turn?" <laughs> like it got to that point, and he was essentially just like, "So many creatures on board." His power doubled when he attacked, and then I just looked at everybody, "Hey, everyone, cool with calling it quits because he's either got us this turn cycle or he's got us next turn cycle. Let's get another game in." So yeah. It was a lot of fun, though. We had fun. Quick, quick comment, just uh, on Cascade itself. How yeah. how soon are we going to see like Cascade getting put on the storm storm scale, like Ugh. moving up there? Like, w- are we going to consider Discover like Discovery like Cascade? Like, I feel I was, I I would say Cascade's not going to be as bad as Storm decks. It like this particular time it was, but that's Commander, so it's a little I, bit different than sixty card format I mean, where. Uh, fair, I guess. I Sixty know. card. If somebody's playing Storm, bring me the goddamn coloring book so I can at least do something while you're playing with yourself. Can I play on my phone? <laughs> Let me get I th- some I candy did fresh ask, in here. I did ask that question one day, and I think I was a smart ass and pulled up Arena <laughs> <laughs> and probably finished the whole game before the turn was done. That's funny. And even better, it was against Slade. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Could Slay, have been. Though. Slay's the guy that brings the coloring book, so. He's, yeah, he's, he at least brings the coloring book for me. But, you know, the other salt is, you know, this weekend Matt's saying he's going to play Spell Table with us, and then yeah, he doesn't even Matt freaking show up. Doesn't even tell us. It was a last-minute thing. My wife has gone for a bit, and I was trying to get the baby down, and then I'm like, I'm just tired. <laughs> it's bad timing of Go events there. We, it was I a did, quick game. He could have got in. I played uh, Oathbreaker yesterday against Nomad. Oh, real quick. heck yeah! In the afternoon, he good, got good he deal. got asking, and we played. Caught me off guard hit there with uh, his Oathbreaker that he was playing. He was playing Tyvar Jubilant Brawler with Shieldred's Edict as the uh, signature spell. I dig it. So I'm expecting, yeah. you know, like Priest of the Forgotten Gods kind of combo yeah. tap sack things going on there. No, that wasn't his deck. It was Infect. Nice, Golgari Infect. That's awesome. I no, that's I, what uh, you get, man. I honestly, I would have jumped on yesterday with you guys, but I, the fact that I pretty much played Magic all Saturday, I was like, I probably shouldn't today. Spend time with the kids. Oh, I suppose another little nice little sugar thing, if you guys join our Discord, we've got the parenting channel. My it's daughter apparently all day was 
I want to go play magic with daddy. And she's almost four years old. So I knew this day would f- eventually come and I was just really excited it happened. And I was like, I'm going to like actually build one of the how to learn how to play things for magic kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my wife's like, no, she wants to play with you now, tonight. And I was like, okay. I was like, go get go get dressed, get your pajamas and stuff on, and then we'll play. And you come come right down to the basement. You and I will play. So I'm sitting there at my desk. I just grabbed like 10 lands, and I grabbed just 10 <laughs> cards that had fun creature, like like cute creatures that you would enjoy. So I, the cards made zero sense together, but it was... And did the lands you, don't even match the colors. No, the lands match the colors. That's I good. did do that because I was trying to teach her. Hey, do you have, do you have one green symbol at the top of this? And it might have been you know a forest and two colorless, but I wasn't mm-hmm. going to go into that point. I was like, just do the basics. Like, do you have one green symbol? Okay, you can play this one. Do you have two green symbols? And she's like, and of it, I just you know being a dad you gotta let your kids win every now and then and make them feel happy and good well you didn't kill it on turn four? Oh no 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 i was playing fair on my side so i was only playing what i could and i eventually was just like oh once you once you run out of cards you win <laughs> oh boy and she ran out of cards daddy i think i win now oh, you're right you win good job honey you just lied to your daughter. I did, but you know what? It was one of those lies to make her happy. In your head, you can say that she cast Athos's Oracle when she drew that. Oh, yeah. Yep. It wasn't even playing blue, and she did. <laughs> Play mono green. <laughs> mono green and cast Athos's Oracle. Ah, uh, that's so sweet. But speaking of maybe some not so sweet things, I'm doing the opposite tangent. There you go. There you go. Let's talk about some pioneers. So we've got the MIT Championship. I don't know if this is like MIT or Magic Institute. Or what? But you know, we get, they're playing some pioneer. We got some results for it, so we're gonna do the meta game breakdown. Top four slots. MIT looks like it's coming from the Asia Pacific region. Mm-hmm. So there we go. We're gonna see what our dear fellow nerds across the big pond are playing. So Gruel Agro comes in at thirteen point three three percent with twelve decks total. Rakdos mid range coming in at eleven point eleven. Covering ten decks, Boros Convoke decks coming in at about nine percent with eight decks, and Rakdos Sacrifice coming in at five and a half percent with five decks total. Now the first deck that, um, or the top deck that's on the list is a Mono Green Devotion. Uh, it does have a splash of black in for the, some of the sideboard stuff. So, uh, pristine or pestilent, pestilent cold. count. Thank you. That one's because you got the uh, the Karn infinite combo there. Yep. Convoluted. I think there's like six steps that you got to do. Casey's in the chat. He knows it. He was talking about it on the, the podcast like when he was on. Right. But his text-to-speech right now probably won't yep. get the message across correctly. Yep, yep. Uh, but then also a, a culling ritual in there, or a couple of culling rituals in the sideboard as well. But then you got things like some, you know, good old mana ramps, some elves and some... You know, Cavern of Thorns or Cavalier of Thorns. You got, you know, just a few Planeswalkers, you know, nothing really notable like uh, Karn the Great Creator or anything like that. But you've also got a Veraska, couple of Veraska Golgari Queens and Kyora the Behemoth Beckoner. Uh, Storm the Festival in there to get some other stuff. And then, yeah, so there's that. You know, it's been a while since I've actually looked at Pioneer, so I actually don't know too much about these decks anymore, which is a good thing. I'm glad I can finally come into a format and not go, oh, yeah, I've seen this deck before. Okay. But then we've got the uh, second deck coming up is a Lotus Field combo deck, or at least that's what it's labeled. I'm just mm-hmm. going by the labels, everybody. Yep, yep. MTG Goldfish, very notorious for having mislabels. No shade. So They're a great site. So I have both of them. I have both. Goldfish and the MITs from Melee. They actually call it correct a Golgari devotion. Yep. On Melee, for some reason, Goldfish changes it to Mono Green. Weird. There we go. Well, I suppose the main deck is Mono Green. Well, but what Vraska's in there? Vraska's main board. But she's hybrid, so she can just be green. No, she's no, Vraska's black or black or Kiora black is and green. Yeah, Vraska right. is I'm think, black and I'm green. thinking of the uh, Kiora. Yep. No, I'm thinking of Little Veraska that makes the assassins. Oh, oh yep, yep. yep. 
So, sorry, my bad, guys. No, you're good. We got you, boo. Oh, thanks, guys. All right, so uh, creature boards on this one is actually pretty small. We've got some grazers, four copies of them, four viziers of tumbling sands, and then one leer. Just one. Just a single one. So that way your spells can't be countered, and then you can have instants and sorceries have flashback. There you go. But then you got Caldra Hope, or not called Jesus, fuck. Chandra's, Chandra Hope's Beacon, two of them in the main board. Um, and then you've got a pretty big spell package with 26 spells, so some hidden strings, some impulse, so, Sylvan Scrying, uh, uh, Polyged. Thank you. Jeez, words hard today. Bolaged Recovery, which is also a wonderful land in case if you need it. Dark Petition. Pour Over the Pages. Discontinuity. So an Emergent Ultimatum, a Dig Through Time. And then everyone's favorite card that has played against me in Historic Brawl, Omniscience. Wonderful card. Just a wonderful card. I've been playing more Historic Brawl lately just to, in hopes... That we'll get a Brawl League going. Maybe we'll get Jingle Brawl happening this year. Maybe. Jingle Brawl 2. No mod. Let's make it happen. All the right. snowing. The snowing. <laughs> um, but then plenty of stuff in the sideboards. We've got a Niz- Niv-Mizzet in there, which I feel is coming soon if I keep talking about these decks. No, you're good. Oh, okay, cool. I'm enough on topic that I'm yes, not going to get niv Yes, you're on topic. Yes. <laughs> All right, so we got that deck. And then one of the uh, top parts of the metagame, so some Rakdos mid-range. So this is, again, looking at both the websites, yep. this is where Goldfish got get it, gots it wrong. Got um, it wrong? Is it, uh, is it Phoenix uh, by Chang actually got third? Okay, so let's talk about the third place deck, some Is It Phoenix, uh, which I've seen quite a few copies of this. Similar type of deck running around from when I actually played some Pioneer. Obviously, a few changes with some newer cards, but we got some Ledger Shredders in there. We got Picklock Prankster, Arc Like Phoenix. We got plenty of spells in there, like Consider Fiery Impulse, Lightning Axe, Opt, Sleight of Hand, Spell Pierce, Galvanic Inter- Iteration, Pieces of the Puzzle, Treasure Cruise, Temporal Trespass, and then you've got your land package, and then more spells in the sideboard. Now the fourth place deck. And again, for those listening at home, if you want to look at these decks a little bit more, uh, go to MTV or you know MTG Melee or mm-hmm. uh, MTG Goldfish. You can look at these decks a little bit more extensively too. Or uh, we go just, down to the description where I'll have it posted. And there we go. Either way. But yeah, just kind of try to do a quick overview of some of these. So I do want to say real quick, with the Is It Phoenix deck here, I was playing on Explorer recently yeah. this weekend. And uh, the Picklock Prankster, which is a new card out of Wilds of Eldraine, uh, Blue 113 Flying Vigilance Fairy Rogue, with a spell half of Free the Fae, mill four cards, put an instant sorcery or fairy creature from among them into your hand. That is, I mean, from the, from the games that I played with it, seems like a pretty good in- inclusion to the Phoenix deck there. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, a 1-3 Vigilance in the air just gets enough chips in and leaves a, a, a reliable body to block, at least for a turn, if anything. You know, well, so thinking about it too, like honestly, just that evasion in the air for attacking even one point here and there. And it does fucking, fucking vigilance. work. That's the thing that got me. Is yeah. the, the vigilance. I had to go and uh, use a fatal push on that guy alone because I'm like, oh man, I just want to get some of my attacks in. Well, because I'm guessing you're attacking with a lot of like two twos. Uh, one ones. Oh, uh, one ones, two twos. Because I was playing the Demir Rogues okay. deck on Explorer. Because gotcha. I enjoy that deck, and that thing was a little stonewally for me there. <laughs> I didn't get enough mill going on before they started attacking me with phoenixes, and then I just could not draw into yeah. like my uh, Merfolk Wind Robbers or the, uh, the Soaring Th- Thought Seers oh, gotcha. and guys like that. So yeah, Picklock Prankster. I enjoyed seeing that card in the Phoenix deck. There you go. All right, so now the Rakdos mid-range deck. Uh, it's kind of even when it comes to the creatures and the spells. So you got Blood Tithe Harvester, one Karoxa, a stone or Bone Crusher Giant, Graveyard Trespasser, Archfiend of the Dross, and Shieldred of the Apocalypse. So making sure that your opponents are drawing some cards, or at least punching for them. 
Uh, but then you've got Duress, Fatal Push, Thought Seize, Dreadbore, Go for the Throat. Always a good removal spell, especially in Pioneer format where not a lot of artifacts or creatures are running around quite yet. Um, Heartless Act, which is good. You know, remove counters or destroy something without counters on it. Go blank. Then you've got the Reckoner Bank Buster. And, of course, would it be a Rakdos deck without Fable of the Mirror Breaker in there? So there is that. Now let's get into some of the top played cards on this one. So number one top played card, Fatal Push, 102 copies, 30% of the decks. Thoughtseize, 94 copies, 27% of the decks. Fable of the Mirror Breaker, 88 copies, 27% of the decks. And Bone Crusher Giant, 85 copies, 26% of the decks. Now, Danny, are you paying enough attention? Yes, I'm probably it not. With you. Oh, god damn it. That's no fun. <laughs> All right, so top creature. I'm obviously making sure Goldfish is doing their job correctly. Oh, well, you should probably you should apply with them and just be like, yo, let me no. take this over. I got this. No. Oh, dude, I'd love to see you like have a chat with Saffron Olive. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ryan. That would that'd be funny to watch. Okay, top creatures. Number one, Bone Crusher Giant. Same stats there. Lawnmower Elves, 79 copies 22 percent of the decks elvish mystic 76 copies 22 percent of the decks and blood tithe harvester 63 copies 18 percent of the decks now we've already covered the top three spells with our top four cards so fatal push thought season fable of the mirror breaker still holding in same number of copies same stats and then redding volley has 81 copies 41 percent of the decks so there is that for you now we can jump over to some upcoming events and I'll pre-state this now. A lot of them are like not big events. You know, we kind of mm-hmm. just focused on what's going to be happening this weekend, which if you weren't aware, it is pre-release weekend. So check with your local game stores about events that are happening on. I know that J-Dubs has some stuff going on. Paradox has some stuff going on. I think even Little Big Wars has a, at least one event going on this weekend uh, for stuff. So there's that. But you know what? It wouldn't be a November conversation without talking about something like Black Friday. <laughs> so let's see let's see your capitalist enthusiasm here, motherfuckers. <laughs> so it's not really a gaming event, but I know I am one of those people that I purposely wait until this time of year to stock up on some of my supplies at the bare minimum. So for the information I have for you right now, Paradox is here in Fargo, North Dakota is one of our LGSs and they will be running their Black Friday sale Monday, November 20th to Saturday, November 25th. They will be closed on Thursday for Thanksgiving. I really want people to be closed on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. when this whole shift to Black Friday started at four o'clock on Thanksgiving. It really started bothering me. So I'm right. glad a lot of places have gone. Nope. Fuck you. Yep. So, uh, not too much uh, as far as like, ooh, awesome secret deals. Um, I remember a couple years back they did like a buy two, get one free, and that's stocked up on sleeves like nobody's business and deck boxes. But they are doing 25% off on a lot of different stuff. So, this is probably one of your go-to in the Fargo-Moorhead area for all your nerd-related things. Uh, so they've got comic books, they've got board games, dice for your D&Ding, graphic novels, miniatures for you know Warhammer and D&D. Uh, they've also got new comic books because they've got stuff coming in every week. They've got those role-playing games, and they've got plenty of other supplies for you. So all of that is going to be 25% off. So make sure to check out Paradox because the other benefit of that too is Rich has got it running. So it's an all week thing. You don't have to throw elbows, hit people with a car or anything like that to get these sweet deals. I just realized when you were talking about comic books, I haven't been to Docs to pick up my magic comic books from Boom Studios since September. Oh, they'll still be there for you. Oh yeah, for sure. I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go grab those. I remember I used to have a box there for comic books, but then it be- came to the point of like I had to choose: am I gonna play magic or read comic books? Yeah, I chose magic. At least, at least one gets you. I don't know. Reading comics gets you creative thinking. Like magic is strategic. 
it's the nice part is the nice part is there um there are plenty of things that allow me to keep up to date on a lot of the things that are happening in the comic book world so like the upcoming magic and marvel crossover you're not going to read comic books anymore you're going to be playing the comic books i'm gonna throw my fucking phone at you (laughs) slap you (laughs) anyway uh now speaking of our lgs's and our sponsor even he's being super secretive he hasn't released the information of his Black Friday sale, which means it could be the biggest sale known to man. Coming to you this November, probably just on Black Friday weekend. J-Dubs is doing a Black Friday sale too, but uh, Josh didn't want to spoil any of the deals he's doing. So, you know, stay tuned. More things will come. Uh, like him on Facebook and everything. Now, an actual Magic the Gathering event that we are hoping to get up before the end of the calendar year. I just need to work out some details with Josh and hope that the stars have aligned and all these schedules will magically fall in place for us to do another This Week in MTG event with J-Dubs. So this would be very similar to our This Summer in, in MTG event that we did last year. Um, where we're hoping to do some donations for Magic Kids and everything and then get all those donations in place and then work out a time where we can go visit Kelly and probably play some sick magic, get some karaoke in, maybe drink some beers, or just get him up here to yeah, do all I, those I things. Yeah, I thought he was going to come up here this time. That was the also, plan, yeah. Also busy. But he is also a busy fellow now that they're yeah, partnered up with Wizards. Yeah, I was just so, about to say that was the big thing there. Um, <laughs> Magic Kids become a part of that. But hopefully we can hopefully we can get him up here then and maybe a few more of his counterparts, um, and they can pick up all the stuff. And as much as our ride was fun, either holding onto those cards for a long time or driving the winter doesn't always seem ideal. Right, so, that's a long drive. But we'll work out those details for you. As far as the type of event, who knows? It might not be a bad idea to have some spare packs lying around of various different cards. You're going to be buying a shit ton for Black Friday. Yeah, Just, just so, use those extra cards. Like I said, more details to come. I just need to work them out with Josh. And it, if it doesn't happen before the new year is in place, it'll happen probably shortly after the new year is in place. So make sure to stay tuned, listen to us, join our Discord, all that fun jazz about any events we have going on now. Let us head to the news. Matt, what word are you trying to write here? I think I spelled that wrong. Satiate. Doesn't say what the fuck. Is that not satiate? I have that no doesn't idea. look like satiate. Oh, huh. Let's, let's let's check this real quick. Hey Google, spell satiate. Matt, you're using two big of words. I know. Satiate is spelled S A T. I A T. Fucking right! I got it right! Look at that! Monoman education pays off, motherfuckers! Wee! Blind Squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. Calm down. <laughs> anyway. Uh, let's bite in some news, uh, just like the goodest girl from Jurassic Park does. Jurassic. Sarah Jurassic. Jurassic Parker, first off. The last cover. Okay. You, wow. you, you steamrolled over that joke. That was fucking beautiful. No, it sir. wasn't. It was terrible. Sarah Jurassica Parker. Boo. Go I pick up the trash like that joke. Oh, God. Wow. First fucking off, <laughs> first off, the Lost Cavern set is fully previewed now, just in time for this week, uh, just in time for the pre released events happening around the world this weekend. As mentioned above, go wandering down like a, dra- a dinosaur to LGS to participate in a pre-release event, and you can satiate your ravenous t- uh, triance. Wow, I'll just say ravenous T-Rex size need to purchase anything the Lost Caverns of Ixalan at that time too. Wait, whisper, 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 whisper. That's terrible, man. You want me to get right up next to your ear? Whisper, 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 whisper. Oh boy! Uh, just in time, or this just in that there are going to be delays with collector boosters. Imagine that! Shocks! Wow! Uh, no way! To the surprise of no one. Um. Wait, wait, Danny, Danny. Yes, Garrett. 
I'm not surprised either. Either am I. <laughs> uh, this announcement from the Mothership states, quote, due to production issues, collector booster displays for the Lost Caverns of Ixalan are not expected to arrive in time at stores for the start of pre-release on November 10th. We anticipate these uh, to begin arriving at stores during the week of pre-release and up to three weeks thereafter. In North America, Commander decks from the Lost Caverns of Ixalan will have limited availability during pre-release, with more availability uh, expected following release on November 17th, on our end quote, not unquote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is just a little aside, but it does seem Watsy also announced another delay for product, but for D&D. Uh, their bag of many things box set is getting pushed back because the product didn't didn't, quote, meet manufacturing standards, end quote. So like I said, just a little aside, but interesting enough, I thought we could bring it up here, as Matt would say. Um, so I guess the question is, who is all going to pre-release event this weekend? Maybe. I might, I, I might go. I think I'm a strong maybe as well. Nope. What day are you planning on going, if uh, you go? I was going to check with the, the missus. She works on Saturday, so I couldn't yep. do it. No, no, no. Is it my Saturday to work? You didn't work I, last Saturday. I did not work last Saturday. That's so right. it's your Saturday it's to work. It's my Saturday to work. So that means I can't do it Friday, but I can do it Saturday okay. afternoon. I might be the opposite. I can do it. I will probably be able to do it Friday. I have school off, so. Not yeah. That early. Huh? That early? School off? Veterans Day on Saturday, dude. Oh. So we I observe don't. it on Friday. Oh. I think my son is out of school, and I gotta. We gotta figure your, that out. Your son is out of school. <laughs> oh no! Guaranteed out of school. Well, here, ready? I'll, I'll do a live checkup when I get past my bit of the news <laughs> for you. All right. So earlier this year, Watsi employees were openly talking about how internally they referred to anything referring to tribal in the game, from the archetype to the card itself as typal. Now. We have some more elaboration on that because this article from last week on the Mothership called Card Updates Coming With Cons of, Cons of Tarkir on MTG Arena, Watsi lists some changes we will see at that time. So long story short, it sounds like they're getting rid of the cat subtype. So, I mean... Hold on, that's, that's, that's deceiving right there. It's not the cat subtype is going away. <laughs> That's some clickbaity shit right there. Well, technically, hey, it is correct. I, I got to clickbait him somehow. All right, I'll just read the actual <laughs> article. So we are continuously reviewing. They hate cats. <laughs> they're reviewing Murder their card case. catalog and finding ways to update the game's language and vis visual representation with processes, care, and sensitivity to build into modern sets such as and to make our games more inclusive and welcoming as possible as we have several changes coming upcoming. Coming with the Magic the Gathering rollout of Ons of Tarkir on December 12th, new uh, Rakshasha. 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 Chicago. Mm hmm. Card art will follow with the update creative guidelines, and we are removing cat as a subtype for the creatures below. Rakasha. Death Dealer. <laughs> I'm not doing it every time. Damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Rakaksha. You have his sound clip. Why don't you just put it in there for the recording? That's making me do extra work. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, you're the editor. Here we go. Rakaksha. Debizer. And Rakaksha. Gravecaller. Rakaksha. Vizier. Soul Hunter. Rakaksha. With a <laughs> MTG digital only card. Uh, so that is a new card. And then um, Mahadi. Emporal Master. Mm -hmm. Yep, there we go. Uh, we will also see changes reflected in the Lost Caverns of Tarkir Oracle Text update. With Ixalan. That's what I meant. Ixalan. Listen to what he means, Oracle not what text. he says. <laughs> you're everybody, reading the article at the same time. Everybody knows what you're talking about. Exactly. And in the next Gatherer update, it will also have be updated in Magic the Gathering Online on November 8th. Additionally, they will be making a few new terminology changes in the upcoming set. These will include the following. Umbra Armor will be replacing Totem Armor as a keyword ability. Kindred will replace Tribal as a card type. And Snake will replace Naga as a subtype. 
Chicago. The crazy thing about that is people are very excited about the Snake Tanaga uh, replacement there because, you know, people... So many more snakes are coming. Yeah. The snakes are coming. I'm sick of all these goddamn motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking MTG board. You know what's even better about that? We have Samuel L. Jackson on a card for this. (laughs) I wonder if this was done on purpose then. So, yes, there there are the changes that are coming. All right, Matt, take it away. Uh, uh, was there something else I wanted to say? I don't know. You didn't put your finger on your nose. I did not put my finger on my nose. So, yeah, no, nothing else there. So, uh, hey, Garrett, want to see me do a magic trick? No. No. All right, fine. I will make Danny get on a soapbox after saying this. That is the magic trick. Proxy MTG Black Lotus sells for $5,000. Dollars. Someone has too much money. Ready? Ready? Already said it. Oh, God damn it. I thought he'd go on more of a no. soapbox tangent. No. In an article from Wargamer, uh, they... someone, someone paid $5,000 for a piece of cardboard that has no value at all. Yep, because this clearly what, it has makes, value. It has five thousand dollars worth of value. So what makes this proxy a thing? It's the thirtieth anniversary edition Black Lotus card. Uh, one collector saw its value and paid five thousand one hundred and twenty-five dollars for that at an auction, graded nine point five as a reprint of Magic's most expensive card. It was sold on Heritage uh, Heritage Auctions October twenty-sixth. So, yeah, then it just goes into a little bit of history of uh, the Black Lotus and stuff like that. And then uh, here, uh, Wizards of the Coast reprinted the Black Lotus as part of the 30th anniversary edition. Money grab. Priced at $999 for four boosters. Four boosters. That Each you weren't even guaranteed any of these cards. 15 reprinted cards from the original mm-hmm. Magic set that they had a unique card back that prevented legal tournament play and stopped Wizards from upsetting the reserve list. So fuck you, just reprint the list. So yeah, uh, th- there's a bunch of like angry people on this and stuff as well. Uh, and this was like the newer border one. There was a h- valued higher than the original card, a retro 30th anniversary that is estimated to be worth fifteen thousand dollar of the bullshit. the Black Lotus, which is the old border of the 30th anniversary edition. It's fucking bullshit, Black Lotus. Man. So yeah, just wanted to put that out there. You know, like. Cards aren't real. They're in your imagination and stuff. I don't know. It's 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 tough to say. Danny. He's ready to shut off. He's like, no. I'm he's, not ready. he's tapped out, man. He's not ready for he doesn't want to get in a soapbox. He's getting he's getting too old for this shit. I am. Though uh this one's a little bit of a side tangent here. Did you I think I shared the article in the Discord. There is a there is a new game coming on the scene, a TCG game, where you can print off all the cards you want, but their shtick is, is they seem to have it like NFT, like oh. you, you buy the cards in this like ledger and stuff, and then you like have the card that way, and they're supposed to be, they're supposed to be cheap and stuff, and people are kind of giving it praise. I can't remember it. Uh, I'll look for it at another point, but. Print print off all the copies of a card you want in that manner, and then you like trade the sell the ownership, trade the ownership between other people. It's it's yeah. like combining using an app while playing an actual paper TCG. So, yeah, your kid doesn't have school on Friday. Confirmed, no school on Friday. Dope. I'll have to I'll have to think about that. Pretty good. Duly noted. Bud Light Seltzer there. Matt, you're still up. I got to pull that page up then. Yeah, Matt. Uh, and this next bit is a segment that is meant to pay homage to Kai Rizdahl and Kimberly Adams' podcast that they have together called Make Me Smart. They chat about tech, culture, and economy in this podcast and have a segment called Make Me Smile where they bring to the table an article that made them smile that week. This is one of those. Uh, just saw it today. Post on Reddit from Johnny Boy O Two titled "Paul McGain signed my eighth doctor card and didn't even know what it was." And so there's a picture of three three pictures where uh, Paul McGain, who is the actor for the Eighth Doctor, signed the card to Jonathan. 
Paul and signed it himself. And the guy had a picture of Paul signing the card. So the, the, the thing says, I had to explain to him what Magic the Gathering was on a base level as handing him the card to sign caused him and others at the table to ask questions about the trading card in general. I wasn't expecting to tick explain Magic the Gathering to the doctor off my bucket list. So it's funny that you brought this one up and you posted it in our Discord as well. Um, so naturally, I'm I'm the Doctor Who nerd in the group. Yes. Okay. I, and I told you in the Discord. Yep. So I, would I saw you. Get your get your opinion on this. I'll, and I'll, I'll comment for those who aren't listening and everything, and I'll probably have more ideas that pop up later. I'm a part of some pages on that relate to Doctor Who. So when all the Doctor Who sets were coming out, and I was posting pictures on our Discord, going, "Oh man, sleeving up these decks! I can't wait." I wanted to post pictures there, going, "All right, how many Doctor Who fans are also Magic the Gathering fans?" Ooh, ooh, this is gonna be interesting. I couldn't post anything on there on their pages because it was like like official fan pages, so they kind of restricted oh, who could post. Gotcha, gotcha. So it was one of those things where I was like really disappointed because I wanted to see how many people were just as excited as I was. There, there has to be a good amount of people excited for Doctor Who and stuff like coming. Well, to you cards. would think, but and then the other part too is like, honestly, uh, I, uh, um, I. You know, caved and I had some extra credits that I didn't realize I had at J Dubs. So I bought a collector's booster box of Doctor Who. Okay, I wasn't really disappointed. I was super fucking excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was your wife though? Eh. I used credit, it's, it's so credit. she didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't see it on the ledger when it's, it's credit. It's the woman math. That's free money. Oh, no, Jesus. it's MTG math. Yes, that's right, folks. Right. We have we have woman math. For MTG players. Yep. Anyway, um, I it's really cool. So I, I did not update, like I didn't alter the precons at all. Um, but I, I am swanking them out as much as I can. And all of my doctors and companions have their cool TARDIS framing nice cards in them. I don't have them all in foil, but they're still pretty fucking sweet. So that's all I had. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this whole Doctor Who thing. It's maybe. it's really cool. So like if I get the opportunity to do this kind of a thing too, you best believe I'm gonna do it because that would be really fucking sweet. To like a having artists sign the cards is awesome, but sitting there going, Yeah, I've got the guy who's like on the card <laughs> to sign it. Yeah, it's like how often do you get something like that? Like there's few cards that we know that were inspired by an actual person and stuff that you could get signed. Like I know Elena well, Danner well, used Blake Rasmussen's wife for one of the secret lair and stuff. Yep. Will she be out there signing cards? No. But then you got well, like, and, things like but that. But then you think about the other thing too, like some of the people that are depicted on cards, like Sheldon. Oh yes, yes. Can't sign them anymore because you know the the rest in peace it, goat. It was done post mortem, so or you know the homage to him, so that way he can continue to live on in the card game he loved to play and be a part of. So, but yeah. It is funny, like it would also be interesting to know out of the current doctors who are living, so the actors who have played the people it, that are still living, how many of them know what Magic the Gathering is? Well, it seems like Paul was unaware of what it is. So one for sure doesn't know. Let's see. That uh, means all. It's probably know. a good chance. One of, one of the comments says, I'm sure the same will happen to a bunch of other actors who are suddenly being asked to sign these strange trading cards with their faces on them that they've never heard of. Well, because that's the other thing, too. It's not just the doctors. There are plenty of actors that... Well, if, you can start with The Walking Dead. Oh, oh, yeah. I wonder how many of them... Well, I would feel like... Um, wow, I'm really blanking and, out. And then Jurassic Park. Yeah, Jurassic Park now, Lord of the Rings, get yeah. all of them. Elijah Wood would totally sign a card. Oh, yeah. How many, when he was DJ Elijah Wood at all those parties, man. Right? But yeah, um, no, it's it's an interesting thing to think about with this type of a thing. So I don't know. Be really cool to see. Really cool to just sit and chat with how many, now that their face is on a card, how many of them actually too go, I want to at least check this game out. What'll happen? We got Casey in the chat saying that uh, I had a coworker who I owed a Slim Jim to, and instead of getting her a Slim Jim, I got her three Doctor Who cards that were like $2 off of TCG Player because she used to play Magic at like Doctor Who Excited. To and see liked Doctor and Who. And liked Doctor Who uh, Excited to see the cards. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's it's an awesome thing. But speaking that, that, that was the the make me smile bit there. I it made me smile. I agree with that. It makes me smile. All right. So another thing that actually makes me smile, I did this last year. Um, so a TikTok user by the name of Krinko uh, does a secret Santa. He just mostly organizes it. So here are the details for him. So first off, if you are at all interested or you just want another like very interesting person to sit and watch do Magic the Gathering content, he is. they are currently in the process of doing the 32 challenge. Oh, nice. He, they, they've met like the first video that they posted um, when they started it because I don't know if it's a guy or a gal or if they identify as a they, them, or anything in between. So there you go. They um, posted, hey, doing 32 channels. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm in the middle of doing mine right now. I'm like, you know, at that point I was like 10, 12 decks away. And they were like, oh, I have plenty of these decks. I'm just posting that I'm doing this and walking through. And I'm like, okay, cool, sweet, man. I'll follow you along the way. And But he did the secrets. They did this Secret Santa last year. And so I ended up, uh, I sent my person a, basically like a commander inspiration starter kit. And I included, I think I did an arena code in there. I put some sleeves in there. I did a lot of alt art cards of the of the color schemes, so that way give them a little bit of a jumping off point and everything, and you know a deck box to put it all in. And person actually reached out to me when because I also put in stuff for our podcast. You know, shameless Shilling. plug. Chill. Uh, and I don't know if he's uh, if they still listen to it, but uh, when I they initially got the package, they're like, "Hey man, thanks. I got the package." Uh, starting to check out your podcast. You guys do really good work. So, hey, there we go. Um, But this year, so if you are interested, go to the tagged video on Krinko's TikTok page. Uh, Make sure to sign up by December 1st. Packages need to go out by December 14th. So obviously you don't really get to, you don't get a sheet saying, hey, here's all their likes and everything. You just get a name. So you can probably buy your gift now. Mm -hmm. Um, You have a $20 limit. Um, one thing that he, they asked this year was to uh, make sure you're following the person on TikTok because then you can do a video unwrapping the video. And he said that would be great um, if you are international. So, Christian, this is kind of directed at you, my friend. Uh, you got to let them know. So that way you can adjust for like shipping and that kind of thing. And then just use some hashtags when you post up the video or post up pictures on your socials of MTG Secret Santa and MTG Secret Santa 2023. Um, like I said, I did this last year. I, I really enjoyed getting my package. I ended up getting the uh, Orzhov, the black-white um, Boulder's Gate Commander deck that has the black market connection in it. So that was a really nice one to get. So used uh, did tear apart the deck <laughs> to get some of the cards out of that one because I didn't I didn't really play those decks. But no, it's a it's a fun thing. I like I said, I enjoy doing it. It's just a fun way to connect with somebody else and spread a little holiday cheer. Indeed, those Secret Santas. I've never done a Secret Santa. Uh, my wife, though, she's done like the the big Reddit Secret Santas and stuff before. I did that. I did a Doctor Who one that of that one actually. Speak Doctor Who. Surprisingly, I know you're shocked. I think it's kind of a, an interesting concept and honestly not surprised to know that there are magic players out there that's doing an MTG secret Santa and stuff as well. You know? So I would say uh, this week in MTG fan base, let's go share some love to Krinko. Even if, like I said, even if you don't want to do the secret Santa, just go like the page. It's a, it's a fun page. It does drink reviews too. Like, Ooh. like not alcoholic drink, like energy drinks and Powerade hmm. and things like that. Um, gives good opinions on the drinks and everything too. So I've actually tried a couple based off of his review of them. So Okay. Or their review. Yeah, sorry. Pronouns are hard sometimes. Get on that. Go follow Cranko on, t- uh, not Twitter, TikTok. 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 Yep. So um, I'm going to be doing it. I already signed up and everything, so I'm ready to go. Little links in the chat. I'll probably sign up like a $20 limit. Yeah. 20. I, mean, I, got, I got the packing and stuff to, exactly. to, to send out shit. So. so, But yeah, so now it's time for our Favorite part of the newscast, well, not the newscast, but the podcast, our little segment of some conjured currency, where we read the weekly winner's game, or rather participate in the weekly winner's game. We read the weekly winner's article from MTG Stocks. 
that if you just want all your things MTG Finance, go check them out because they give you plenty of information. So that way you can understand what's going on in the cards that you love as far as prices going up and prices going down. But we like to play a lovely little game where we test Matt's knowledge on why cards are moving up and down in price. Uh, basically, we ask him what format and if we can have him narrow it down to one card that is making it go up. So a commander yeah, or get, something get else. more specific now. You You're jerks. getting too good. So Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. You suck so much that we got to make it even harder and funnier for all of our fans. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this article does go over three to four cards that are moving up in price and then three to four cards that are moving down in price. So that way you can also pick up some cheap cards on the win. So first up, we have Wild Magic Sorcerer. And on Friday, this went up 236% sitting at $6.94. Now, the average price, which is what people are trying to sell it for, is sitting at $6.37. Market price, which is what people are buying it for, $6.64. European average, $0.71. Cents. And there are two versions of this card. So you've got the regular version, and then you've got the uh, extended frame, the borderless version. Not borderless. Extended art. Borderless is completely different. Um, I don't see any borders on this card, sir. There are borders on, on that card. version, yeah. We'll look at another point. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so all-time low for this card, $0.35. Cents. All-time high, $9.93. So even higher than what we're currently talking about. But for one red and three colorless, you get a creature orc shaman. The first spell you cast from exile has cascade. Fucking cascade. God damn it. When you cast your first spell from, from exile, this is just a reminder text for cascade. For those of you who don't know, exiled cards from the top of your library until you exile a non-land card that costs less. You may cast it without paying its mana cost, but exiled cards on the bottom of your library in a random order. This card is legal in Legacy, Vintage, and Commander. It did come out of the Commander's Legends Battle for Boulder's Gate set. So, can you name that format, and then can you name either the deck or the Commander, if it's Commander, that could possibly be making this show, show up? Showing your hand there, Garrett. Giving, wow. giving hints, dropping, dropping hints for me. Or putting a red herring out there. Also possible. But it's definitely going to be for Commander. Uh, Cascade, I think the thing is there's the one Doctor Who deck that matters about casting things out of exile. I don't know which Doctor that is. Is it the the one with the guitar? No, Timey Wimey. That's the Timey Wimey one? Yeah, he, well, he cares more about Suspend, but anyway. Okay, then the... Um, but yeah, the Doctor Who, the Doctor Who deck about... I think Doctor Who? Yeah. Commander and Doctor Who? Yes. Is what you're going with? Yes. Well, Commander's right. Ah, fuck. Prosper Tomebound is one of the three listed. Faldarm, Dread Wolf Herald is the other. And then a new card out of Wilds of Eldraine, my good sir. Uh, Bell Luna, Grand Squall. Okay, yeah. I yep. knew, like, I was thinking Prosper, but I was thinking, of, like, the, I mean, Baluna Grand Squall being the new card, I guess. But since Prosper Tonebound and uh, Veldrone both came out a while ago, that they weren't the ones that were moving the price there. <coughs> but yes, um, but I'll give oh, you yep. I'll give you a little bit here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're looking we're looking here. We're Don't now. give him any. I'm, not, I'm giving him a little bit. He's not getting a full half point oh, for this boy. though. Look at that. Yes, Look at that. the tenth Doctor is mentioned. Uh, about casting cards out of exile from the top of your library, and we'll suspend that card. So there Woo. you be. All right, next one. Speaking of some Doctor Who, let's talk about some dinosaurs on a spaceship. For those of you who don't understand this reference, I go watch. Go watch a show. All right. Be more specific. There's a lot of fucking episodes. Uh, this would probably be Doctor Who season oh, wow. six of the revival, six or seven, and probably one of the first three episodes, if I remember correctly. Goddamn, big brain. It's filled with useless knowledge. 
So this went up 67%, net $6.84 as of Friday. But as of today, Monday, the average price for this, so what people are trying to sell it for, $10. Market price, $8.83. Foils of this sitting at $10.68. European average, €1.34. All right, it does have three different copies of it as well floating around in the world. So you've got the regular copy, you've got the regular copy that's a surge foil, and then you've got the extended art. Here we go. Borderless. Completely different treatments, sir. <laughs> Completely different treatments. I see no borders on the picture. I'm fucking clicking on this. Do it. It's not going to give you any hints. I know it's not going to give me any hints, yeah. but we're going to look at the border. Look at that. See? There's no border on the picture, sir. There's a border all around that compared to... That's around the text. But that's a border. When it's a border list, that means there's no borders. There's borders right there. Yeah, but there's also borders on the card. Yeah, so The it's card not itself has so a it's, border. So it's not So borderless. no borderless card is border. Oh my God, let's find a fucking borderless <laughs> card here. That's right, folks. We pissed Danny off so much, he's taking off his headphones. Anyway, <laughs> the... Extended art. Don't scroll down any further. Scroll your ass back up there. You gotta see it above there. Yeah, but they they don't need to see the words. You don't need to see the words. I'm not seeing the words, as we all see. I am looking at you. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. I'm not fucking cheating. I'm not fucking Fucking cheating. All right, so... (laughs) (laughs) I don't need to cheat. I'm too fucking good. This is one of these cards that um, doesn't have the words on there. Ah. on, On the card... All right, so for four and a red and a white, you get a creature dinosaur with vigilance, trample. Other dinosaurs you control get plus one, plus one, and also have vigilance and trample. You can suspend this card for four for three colorless and a red and a white. And then whenever a time counter is removed from dinosaurs on a spaceship while it's exiled, create a 2-2 red and white dinosaur creature with flying in haste. What? Okay. All right. Can you name the format? And can you name what card or cards might be making this card move up in price? Uh, Commander and just the dinosaurs in general. I know there's the new Gishath. Uh-huh. Gishath. Okay. A new one. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm, I'm locking in. Like, there's the okay. Naya, the Naya dinosaur. Okay. So just Ixalan and dinosaurs okay. and stuff is a big thing. Are you sure? Yes. That's positive. the reason. Positive. 100%. 100%. I'll take it back. No. Are you sure? Positive. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. It's Commander. It's Commander. And it does mention the new Gishthath, Sun's Avatar, uh, Zakama being the other one, and Ultal being the Nestender she is. Atla Polani, Nestender. Yep. There you go. So there you go. Uh, Obviously, we're going into a dinosaur set. Things with dinosaurs are going to uh, maybe go up a little bit if they are good cards. And... Yeah, so there you go. A good card for your Dino Commander deck, as long as you're playing within that color scheme. All right, final card, Determined Iteration. Went up 48%, sitting at $4.77. Now, this is out of the Commander Streets of New Capenna set. And That's the, a while ago, then. Yep, the average for this one is sitting at $5.78. Market price, $5.86. European average, €2.91. And there is a promo pack version of this with that stamp on it. There is also a extended art version of this. So all-time low, $1.10. All-time high, $9.99. Now for one and a red, you get an enchantment that reads, at the beginning of combat on your turn, populate. The token created this way gains haste. Sacrifice it at the beginning of the next end step. To populate, you create a token that's a copy of a creature token you already control. So you need to have a token on the field to populate. Okay. Now, can you name that format, and can you name the card that could be the linchpin of why this card's moving up in price? I'm fucked, because this could be a legacy thing. I really feel like it's more commander, but I can't think of the stuff coming out in Ixalan that has a token that is important to to copy to populate, but I'm just so so I'm gonna say commander. Let's see what are what what would be a new creature? Is there a deck that's just like 
popular make it the, the, the dinosaur tokens one of the dino decks that's making oh, with that fucking dinosaur on the spaceship you're just making extra fucking tokens of that so dinosaur tokens commander locked in can't change my mind dinosaurs dinosaurs again. commander yes wrong sir it's not dinosaurs commander this has found its home in a Cadric Soul Kindler deck, um, so that way it's not affected by the legendary rule. Um, yeah, yeah, there you I go. See, some make it. some copies of some legendary tokens. Um, a master manipulated, uh, being another card out of the uh, Doctor Who set, also does the same kind of a thing where the legend rule doesn't apply to creature tokens you control. So basically make a lot of legendary creatures that do awesome things and they're token copies, but then legend rule doesn't apply to your token creatures. And also the the other part of the master manipulated there is uh, triggered abilities you control can't cause you to sacrifice or exile creature tokens. So with that, you get to keep the, co- you get to keep that token at the end of combat word or uh, sack it at the beginning of the next end step. So yeah, you get to keep that there. Okay. So, well, I was right with Commander. You were right with Commander. Just the fact that it was the Master manipu- Manipulated. Manipulated? Right. That's still pretty cool. Uh, Chris, at TriStyle Gaming, I remember when Kadrick came out, he so badly wanted to figure out a way to crack that deck. And uh, maybe got to hit him up and see, like, hey, what have you figured out? And if he has himself uh, determined iteration in there. Yep. There we go. Danny, you going to do the cheap pickups? I suppose I can All do right. that. Let's hear them. Uh, so first up, we have um, English Unmaking sitting at 449 and moving up. So I'll pick it up before it gets too high. And it's this is specifically art. the Lord of the Rings art on this one. Yep. So uh, Next up, we have everyone's favorite red enchantments, Blood Moon, sitting at $7.19, moving down. And it's this, the fable art from yep, Wilds of Eldraine. The good, the good art. That yeah, I it does look art. fucking sick. Um, next up, we have Rut Path, Path uh, Purifier, uh, extended art, sitting at four dollars and seventy-five cents, moving down. I just want to point out here, it's a match. Ex- shut up. Extended art. Still, there's no, there's still no borders. There's right there. Not on no, the picture, no, sir. No. Not on the Order. picture. Glass of shadows. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Danny. No problem. Well, there yeah, you, that, that was it for this week of winners. Hey, there you go. So, Danny. No. Danny. No. Danny. Garrett. Danny. Garrett. Have you ever sat and thought to yourself? Garrett. Man. About it, you? No. It, it'd just be really just super awesome if there was some way to, like, identify cards that are moving up and down in price, and I don't have to wait for once a week when the guys at This Week in MTG are talking about their conjured currency. Oh, my God, he's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's what you were thinking to yourself, there just happens to be a service that'll help you out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shut up, Bearforge. <laughs> we'll block you. Oh, Bearforge! I'm so glad you asked. Yeah, Bearforge specifically. <laughs> he doesn't says, even realize he doesn't even realize he has a diamond next to his name. Tell, tell me where Bearforge wants to. Know. Oh, the, I'll the, tell in, you in where. I'll tell you. Is it, is he gonna? Is, is it like putting the? Uh, it's right behind the trash can. Putting your decks in the peg boards. Matt, shut up. <laughs> no pegging's for a different conversation. <laughs> All right, all jokes aside, uh, MTG Sniper is a wonderful resource where you can put a list of product, not just single cards, but you can put MTG product. You can put things like Funko Pops on the list as well. Um, And you can get a notification when these things move up and down in price to your desired price that you want to be notified. So if you want to. Desired, like that pegboard. Do you want to? Share something with the crowd and with the class today, sir. Wow, way to just <laughs> drop the ball on this whole joke here, sir. Making me look like the dummy. <laughs> I'm not making you look like the dummy. I'm looking making you look like the one with the fetish. Continue. <laughs> not deba- he's not lying. He's, he's not, not saying no. Or saying no or <laughs> any of that. So, do you think it's one of those reverse things where he um, he's so tall that he needs to feel not dominant every once in a while? Probably. Okay. 
All right, so you get notified. And if you do their <laughs> premium uh, plus membership, you get unlimited notif- or unlimited spots on your list if you do just their basic membership, which, honestly, if you tell them that the guys at This Week in MTG set, sent you, they'll hook you up with three months of their plus membership for free. But at the end of that, if you go, you know what, the budget's not allowing it today, don't worry. You still got 15 slots you can put on. Fitty. Fitty? Fitty. Oh, we had this argument, or we, not we an argument, argument last week, but this conversation. Yes. Tis uh, fitty. It fitty. Fitty, fitty slots. If only they'd do 55. Anyone remember that video? 55? 55. 55? 55. No. 1 plus 1 is 55. Wow, this is a dark side of the internet thing you don't know. Anyway... <laughs> You get 50 slots to get notified, and <laughs> we we interrupt this reading of TCG Sniper to tell you about a comment from Casey in the Twitch chat. Welcome to the Pegcast. Uh, <laughs> oh come on! Welcome to the Pegcast, where three where three guys over six feet tall talk about pegging. Pegging. <laughs> see, I can still see it. Oh, that's great. Well, you can still click it to be shown to there. Yeah, you are the... I'm just a mod. I got the power. You do. <laughs> All right, so anyway, <laughs> check out check out TCG Sniper. They help you out and where we fall short on giving you financial advice on cards. So there you go. Yes. Right. Th- that's the end? We're that, at the end that, of the episode? That's the end bit. Okay, now, do you guys have anything you, you want to add to before we hit that outro? Nope. Matt enjoys pegging. Go on. Coming from the guy with the pegboard that he likes to put his deck box on. I'd, his like deck to put in a box. My, I'd like to put my deck in things. So thank you to all you legendary magic folk for making it to the end of episode 208 of This Week in MTG. As we wrap up another episode, we want to extend our deepest gratitude to our incredible listeners and Patreons. Your enthusiasm fuels our passion for all things magic, and we're honored to be a part of this vibrant community. Stay tuned for more exciting updates, discussions, and insights in the world of MTG. Until next time, may your mana be plentiful and your draws ever favorable. Keep gathering those magical moments. Congratulations, you made it to the end of this week's episode of This Week in MTG. Your listenership means so much to us. Make sure to follow the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or on the podcatcher of your choice. You can watch the live stream recording of the podcast every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on YouTube and twitch.com slash thisweekinmtg. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can send us a message to our Facebook, Twitter, or send us an email at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. For all these links and more, check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash thisweekinmtg. Thanks so much. Like the upcoming Magic and Marvel crossover, you're not going to read comic books anymore. You're going to be playing the comic books. I'm going to throw my fucking phone at you. (laughs) Slap you.